Well, good morning, City Church. Hey, good morning, City Church. It's good to see you all here. It's always the Sunday. We're all kind of back together. And you know what? There's a miracle that happened this morning. We were all the church on time. Give yourselves a hand. Woo-hoo. So um, this is always an exciting time of the year. Uh, my wife and I and our family and have lived in Charlottesville for over 20 years now, serving here as the pastor of city. And this is a great time of the year. And the reason why is, is that I was on grounds helping my daughter move in yesterday. And um, I noticed that there were a lot of mattresses tied to the roofs of cars. And there were a lot of cars where there was zero visibility out of the rearview mirror at all. Cars just packed to the gills. The restaurants are packed. Bed Bath & Beyond was like a zoo. And it's just awesome now that there's traffic jams back here in Charlottesville because UVA is back in session. This morning, I only have 10 minutes to preach, which is kind of like having my left wrist duct taped to my right angle and then go out and wrestle one of these wrestlers here on the team. But with that in mind, um, what I want to do this morning is remind us again of really the vision and the mission of City. I want to do that. Whether you know it or not, biblically, preaching is always reminding. Now, you're supposed to learn something, but preaching is reminding. It reminds us again of the things that we need to know. And so what I want to do, very briefly, within a 10-minute window, is I want to remind us again as a church that we are a biblically-based, relationally-driven church that, is, that we are calling people to follow Jesus and serve others. That's what we're about. Calling people to follow Jesus and to serve others. Not only that, but this morning, we want to honor all the teachers and administrators and those who work in education. We will do that at the very, very end of the service. We're going to pray a very special blessing. But in honor of that, I picked a biblical story that involves... Two teachers, the master teacher, Jesus, and another teacher that came to question him. And from that, we will process through the three pillars of of City Church. We are a biblically-based, relationally-driven, spirit-led church. So we're going to read together Mark chapter 12, verses 28 through 34. Mark 12, 28 through 34. Here's what the Bible tells us. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer. He asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. Turn to the person next to you and say, I love you. (laughs) Everyone laughs whenever they do that. (laughs) Reading on, Jesus says, there is no commandment greater than these. Verse 32, well said, teacher, the man replied, you are right 
in saying that God is one and there is no other but him, to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. In other words, if you live that out, you will no longer have to make a sacrifice for your sin. You won't need to. If you truly love God and love people, the need for a sacrifice goes away. Reading on, when Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to them, or to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared ask him any questions. This is one of those stories that's awesome because it makes sure that we keep the main thing the main thing. And the old saying is, keep the main thing the main thing. How many of you have ever heard that before? This story does this. Now, here's what we need to know. When Jesus was asked what is the most important law, he did not moralize. He picked two passages of Scripture, and he blended them together, and he said, here's what life is all about. Jesus takes two passages of Scripture and he brings them together. Here's what we need to know, and this is so important to understand, is that Jesus was biblically based, just like our church. As a matter of fact, Jesus quoted from the Older Testament 78 times from 27 different Older Testament books. He called those Scriptures, the Scriptures, the Word of God and the wisdom of God, and the apostles who wrote the rest of the Newer Testament quoted exactly from the Older Testament 209 times. You see, Jesus started a biblically-based movement. We are part of that. Now, what's interesting is when Jesus asks what's the most important law he gives to, he quotes Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 and 5. Hear, O Israel. Love the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And then he quotes Leviticus 19.18. Love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus brings two passages of Scripture together. Now what you might not know is that the passage from Deuteronomy is the Shema. It's the most famous prayer in all of the Jewish faith. Every Jewish child is taught the Shema, and again, here it is. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength. That prayer is quoted by every faithful Jew two times a day, as it was in Jesus' time still today. If you ever go into a Jewish home, you'll see the mezuzah on the wall. The masha, the, that prayer the Shema is in the mezuzah. Now, Jesus was biblically based. But what he teaches us is this. Love God, love people. Love God, love people. That this truly is the essence of life. Jesus takes 613 laws and he boils them down using Scripture. He boils them down and says, this is the essence of life. Love God, love people. That's why we are a relationally driven church. And yet, 
Scripture teaches us to say we believe something doesn't mean we truly believe it unless we take action. That's why here at City Church, when we talk about putting feet to your faith, we talk about putting feet to your faith in every single sermon. When we talk about putting feet to your faith, we are relationally driven, biblically based, and then this is so important. We talk every week about follow Jesus and serve others. Some call it love God, love your neighbor. But the Bible says follow Jesus and serve others. The last is we are a spirit-led church. I want you to notice in those passages that you are the pivot point. Love your God. Love your neighbor. You are the pivot point. Now, don't think you're the most powerful because you're not, but you are the pivot point. Love your God, love your neighbor, and there's a little phrase that always troubles some people that Jesus had quoted to us, and it's this, love your neighbor, what's the next phrase? As yourself. The Bible is wholesale against narcissism and pride. It's not what Jesus is talking about. What the Bible is talking about is this, is if the relationships of your life are going to work, you need to work on you through the love of God. You need to work on you. And it's not out of selfishness, arrogance, or pride. But here's what I know in my own life, that there are times where I must get into the presence of God for him to rearrange my heart and re rearrange who I am. Because me, without the power of the Spirit, you don't want to be around me. How many of you know what I'm talking about? We need the Holy Spirit to help us. We need him desperately. Tonight at City Church Central, we're going to have another what we call Sunday evening vigil. And the Sunday evening vigil will begin at 6.30, and it's all about gathering together to take communion and to be in the presence of God. And in the presence of God, we bring ourselves into his presence, and we open ourselves to him so that he can transform us through the power of his presence. Look, I know that God is omnipresent. He is everywhere all the time. But there are times where God, by his spirit, moves very specifically in certain places. We've been experiencing that at the su Sunday evening vigil. So I want to challenge you. If when you think about loving God and loving your neighbor, there's a little bit of concern about you being the pivot point of that, I want to encourage you to spend time in God's presence. If you're able, be with us this evening at the Sunday evening vigil, because as God's presence moves, it has a way of transforming us and making us into our best self, because God who has created us knows us best. Very simply put, we are a biblically-based, relationally-driven, spirit-led church. We believe that God calls everyone to follow Jesus and serve others, and the way we do that is to listen to the scripture and then allow the Holy Spirit to transform our lives.
At this time, I'm going to ask that we would stand together. I went two minutes over. It's the shortest sermon I've ever preached in my life. But as we stand together, I'm going to ask that you could do something. And if you're uncomfortable with this, you don't need to do it. But there's something about posture in the Bible when we seek the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. One of them is you close your eyes. The other one is you lift your hands out in front of you. How about as we begin to worship together that we would take a moment to open ourselves up to the Holy Spirit and invite him in and that he would do a work in us.